G'day folks, Chris McLean back again with yet another episode of the show and in the studio today I've got Russell from RC Digital Media and they generate leads for insurance companies. Russell, thanks for jumping on mate. Interested to get into the uh, wonderful world of insurance marketing. So (laughs) take us in, how how did you get into the insurance marketing game? How did this all come about for you and and be interested to find out how you picked insurance as a niche? Yeah, so it started about, I think, say a couple of years back. Uh, obviously, I was part of the one of the group. And we are selling like a paper lead model rather than traditional agency model where the retainer model is to be worked. So then we mm-hmm. decided to go into insurance because that's a paper lead model works really, really well. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's like a kind of, uh, I was passionate about helping other individual, like uh, the life insurance aspect of it and seeing like uh, what we can add value. So just uh, testing out the market and see like there's a lot of demand for like an uh, insurance aspect of it. And yeah, from there, just going to the niche. Mm. So had you had you tried sort of a number of other industries or niches prior and that, that one just stood out as the... You could get the best conversions there. You're finding the best lead sources there. That you sort of tried a bunch of things, or did you kind of just you yeah. picked insurance before and just knew it was going to be good? No, obviously it's a loss of trial and error because our agency is like a four years old nearly now. So okay. three years about eleven months now we're running. Mm-hmm. So first, uh, like uh, let's say one and a half years, we used to work with let's say restaurant owners, e-commerce businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, dentists, chiropractors, gym owners. Right. So it's like all over the place. We're trying to see like which one we are good at uh, and which one we enjoy working with. And then mm-hmm. we scale it to like a fitness industry for a bit. Then after, okay. um, then we found out like there's a too much competition going on and mm-hmm. then gym owners not tend to spend a lot of money how much we uh, want to grow and things like that. So then right. we found out like this alternative rather than Retainer model, we look for like a paper lead model. We're just selling a lead. So we have lead generation agency for insurance companies. We tend to find out that insurance companies, like they spend millions every single month in order mm. to get lead generation because they have a sales team in place, call center in place, and they can take mm. on lots of leads and the budget they have like unlimited, to be honest. No, so, right. yeah, and then we switched to this after like a lots of trial and error, finding out like a niche we want to focus on. So mm. past two years, we 100% purely working with the insurance companies, insurance and broker. Yeah, right. Yeah, we are scaling. Mm. Yeah, right. And did you, it sounds like you've also sort of niched down on the the service side of things. Were you doing other, um, other services before you went, like we're just going to do lead generation? Um, were you doing, trying other services as well? Is that... Yeah, before like working with insurance companies, we used to do all sorts of things like uh, website building, uh, PPC, SEO, mm-hmm. like wherever the uh, full service agency does. So we used yeah. to do everything and try yeah. to please everyone. But mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. go into like uh, working with insurance companies, our model is different. We run mm-hmm. our lead generation through our own website, our own brand, and we sell those leads to insurance companies. Right. So they don't have to... Uh, build a, a website that I have to rank on SEO and everything. We do it in-house with our one website and we generate those leads and sell it to different different companies and different brokers. Right. 
Mm. So it's like we're selling right. a product rather than any kind of service anymore. So yeah. That's what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, no, I love that model. It's really, 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 really interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So how did you, um, so take us through, through that, 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 that model a bit. It's a really interesting. So you build, you, you go out and you find, uh, what, are there any restrictions around, I know it's, it's a fairly, uh, restrictive industry like insurance and medical and banking. There can be a lot of restriction around that. Are you restricted in, um, yeah. How, how how you can speak to those people or what data you can collect and sharing that data is there is there sensitivities around that side of things yeah so we mostly work with the u.s clients so there is like a lot okay. of procedures in there like it's not like a easy get into in place because if you want to do like a scale if you're doing six figure a month in ad revenue uh running a google ads uh seo and like a youtube or facebook ads then the investigation goes on with your account and see like uh, you have a valid license or not right now but before like anyone can jump in and run them ads so this thing is the restriction is like uh, eliminate loss of competition not everyone's going to tap into this niche but if you get into the niche is the lot profitable and and then it's like a lot of competition as well when you're gonna optimize on a search engine on seo on google adwords things like that because uh, everyone's bidding on a lot of uh, good clicks big big mm -hmm. companies they don't add themselves as well they spend millions on um, tv ads facebook ads google ads themselves and their own branch company so buying from a third party sometimes get tricky but if you find mm -hmm. like a good companies they can take on like a two three thousand leads a day so yeah, there right. is a big room for a growth when you mm. get company growing, you're growing too at the same time. Yeah. Mm. So do you, do you need to be registered as a, as an agency to run to collect leads in your um, in your business in your website? Are you actually registered as an insurance agent? Is that how it works? Uh, we have like a partner who register on the US, so that's okay, why right. we get the license. So it's mm. not me because I'm running it from UK. So on the US, yeah. I have a partner with someone he's taking care of like uh, all legal side of it so any right. kind of issue comes in then we deal with it over there okay so mm. yeah this is how it's going at the moment but when you first started out obviously i didn't know a lot of things <laughs> going on because we know how to yeah. generate leads for no mm. aspect of it when we approach the client that goes oh, where the lead coming from is there any uh policies there procedures there are you following mm. all of them regulations in data collection and things like that so i had no clue but we had to go through this as we yeah. are growing then we are learning more things and right now mm. there is a more restriction coming through because new government came and they're doing major changes on health insurance medicare insurance leads so right. we are still adapting and going mm. through the process yeah yes that, that adaptability is always important for, for any type of agency yeah, yeah but imagine particularly like yourself stepping into an industry like this, like a super regulated uh, industry like this, and I said like this and like banking and medical and anything where there's I know, potential. Mortgage like that, yeah. Sorry? Mortgage leads. Yeah, yeah, mortgage broking. Yeah. Yeah, anything, anything to do with money or health really. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're making either, you know, big money claims or health claims or uh, medical claims, yeah, it can be. A tightrope, but yeah, that, that adaptability and ability actually um, 
go through those hurdles and work out a way to um, actually yeah. build your business. It, it's super interesting that you sort of found found your your way through into that um, like a really really focused niche. Um, to actually take me through that because that that's always a really interesting kind of dichotomy, right? That you when you would kind of you talked about being full service to begin with, right? You're kind of doing everything for everyone. A lot of times that feels like you're going to grow your business better or like have more customers or um, make more profit if you can have more services. Have you found that having less services and being super, super specific and really niche down is actually better for the business because you're seen, is it because you're seen as an expert? Obviously in what you do, it's very, very, there's probably less players and less competition, Obviously, you found like this works much better from a, a business growth perspective. Is is that what you found? I mean, take us through that a bit. Yeah. So, to be honest, if you're working with a let's say traditional way of marketing, like agency model, uh, it works. It works fine. Uh, a lot of people are scaling uh, like a multiple eight nine figures. But the problem is, you have to hire like a lots of team members or people in order to do uh, them kind of work for the people, and you have to understand every single person business. So you're taking on one client, you have to understand their gym and what type of clients they're looking for, what type of services they're selling. And you have to do creativity and things like that. So let's say we've got 50 clients for servicing them. I have to hire like 10, 15 people doing them, all of them uh, work. But right now what we do, like we have like a six uh, people. So we are running a six figure on our budget monthly, but only six people on just managing a one brand getting insurance deals for our own uh, branded website. So we got like a multiple clients, uh, 13, 14 clients, but we don't have to do service them individually. We just selling them leads directly to them. So it's like a more focused and less overhead. And like uh, we know what to do and what not to do. It's not like uh, every month, every week, we have to update to the client and getting to the retainer, having to them like a, and getting the contract signed and things like that so it's like a super easy right now so they uh we send them invoice wherever they lead they're looking for the week or the month and we carry on with, uh, it's like invoice to invoice and so it's it's not like uh, like uh, they're doing like a uh, babysitting with us and micromanaging and things like that so we have like a more freedom if you want to make any changes we can do our own term rather than asking our clients what to do not to do changing any creativity and things like that so we have that mm, total freedom. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a much different model. You're less of, you know, like I said, create creative campaigns and going through that kind of iteration of you know, change requests and that kind of things. Like you're, you're actually gathering the leads for yourself and then um, selling that data off. It's a really, really interesting model. Um, so in terms of generating those leads, what what are you actually doing? What, what sort of... Uh, is it run, running Google ads, Facebook ads, SEO? What, what sort of tactics and techniques are you actually using to, to generate those leads? So we'll say our number one uh, method at, at the moment is like a Google AdWords. And we also mm -hmm. rank on SEO as well. So SEO is not like a whole uh, US. With certain states, we rank on a page one. Right. But we can't do like a, there's a 50 states, so we can't go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Three of them we rank number one, but okay. the rest of them obviously it takes time and things like that. We tend to use Google AdWords to get them uh, in front of them customers, 
after the video retargeting using YouTube ads and Facebook ads. Right. Facebook and Instagram both works combined. So that's the sales model we are using at the moment. Always one funnel to generate those uh, leads that mm. distribute to different different clients uh, according to their criteria and which states they're looking for their prospects. Yeah, right. So how, uh, without getting, obviously I don't want to get into the, the secret source of your business, but it's a really interesting model that you're, so as, as a customer, I go online and I, I start yep. searching for insurance. Are you, are you, what, is it all types of insurance? Is it medical insurance, car insurance? Is it any type of insurance? And when I come to your website, are you, is it broken up by, no, I'm just looking for insurance and I come to your site and I can opt in for a type of insurance, knowing that I'm going to get passed on to an expert. Is that kind of how it works? Just trying to understand the without without getting divulging your, your business model too much, but it's it's yeah, a really interesting model. Like we, to we have understand like four four funnels so for brands uh, in our agency. So basically, eighty okay. percent of leads we generate sales to like life insurance leads, so final mm. expense and term life, and rest like we get about twenty percent is like a uh, home insurance, auto insurance, health right. and Medicare, but it's not much of it. Our main focus is generating as much as it is for like a life insurance aspect of it. Right. So this is where we are at the moment. Um, we're trying to like uh, grow more on different, different verticals, like uh, auto insurance, home insurance, but it's not like a one place. So mm. it's a different niche or different uh, landing page, website and branding. Right. So we tend to be focused on our one thing uh, because a lot of uh, clients of ours, they ask for like, a, oh, we are buying a life insurance. Uh, are you willing to sell some of the health insurance or home and auto as well? So right. that's why we tap into like, let's say uh, there is a more demand into it, but we're trying to focus on, on like uh, get quality leads only for life insurance at the moment. Right. And slowly we're trying to scale up on health and Medicare and auto insurance and home insurance. Mm. Well, it's not like uh, we're not spending like our 100% energy on it. It's just a 20% of it and we're getting a small amount of leads. But right, right. now we're totally focused on life insurance at the moment. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if it's working, it sounds like it's working well. You sort of yeah. dial down on that that one thing until you, you've you plumbed the, the depths of it. Um, so essentially you're, you're fronting or fronting is probably not your your showing up as a broker is that essentially you're, you're a brokerage service that people are signing up for and then you're distributing them out to specialists that can actually service that loan yeah uh, if you think about uh, like a confused.com in the uk uh, their comparison site uh, for yeah. like uh, insurance uh, energy yeah. things like that but we are yeah. like a small kind of business like this but we are not right. comparing with anyone else but we are just uh, gathering like a qualified leads if someone interested for like a home insurance then we call long form it's not like uh, just name email mm. or phone number yeah. um, with us competing it's not going to be easy because we collect about 15 to 20 of them uh, information so basically uh, what's your height weight uh, what's your coverage previous coverage things like that mm. Uh, mm. what's your income uh, what's your education what's your profession uh, zip code and full address so a lot of deep uh, it goes into it. So that's why our cost per lead is a bit high, but the quality is not mm. much. It's not like just a name and email number. Yeah, so yeah. we try to like give the quality of um, send or to prospects. So that's why we've seen the growth. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. You're, you're the, if you can collect 15, 20 line items of somebody, that's someone that's yeah. pr- pretty invested um, and, and very qualified. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, Toya, so your team, you said you've got six people on your team. You've got a partner um, sort of in the, in the States. What does that team look like? Are you fully sort of distributed around the world at the moment? Are you um, sort of based in the UK? What does that team look like? Yeah, right now we are like a remote at the moment. So I've mm-hmm. got half of the team in the UK and half in the US. So okay. we tend to hire from like a different part of the world. It depends mm-hmm. like your skill set. It doesn't really matter like uh, where, where they're yeah. based. Because on the coronavirus uh, taught us like we can work from home. And I from think anyway, like, yeah. we are more productive for digital agencies. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it's pretty much is uh, straightforward. We don't really have to like uh, do like a team meeting where you're not sitting down on a table and chair and things like that we can do with the zoom call and things so yeah it's super easy and more productive and we try mm-hmm. to stay like this uh remote i prefer it that way yeah and yeah we um, hire all the time like a remote people mostly from us and um, mm-hmm. got more experience and we have run through like a multiple six figures on ad budget things like that media buyers yeah. So I prefer like working with US is most effective. Uh, also, we seeing like a lot of people from UK as well mm-hmm. uh, getting into this uh, kind of sector and uh, invested in like a uh, same kind of amount, like with a yeah. ad budget and things like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, one of the I guess the positives, one of the benefits that yeah. has come out of this whole um, sort of last couple of years is that that ability to have distributed talent. And find yeah. the best talent all over the world, rather than having to look at somebody who, who's close enough to physically come into your office and work. Um, yeah, so being able it's to, hard to find a, like a right talent. So mm. I'm in Manchester, but I live in like a small town. But finding someone like a, who's spending like a multiple six figure on art budget, like as a mm. media buyer, it's really hard because you have to get find someone who worked in a near city area. Mm. So working on an environment, I have to drive down about 45 to one hour to commute to the city, like with Manchester. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy and getting someone on board and things like that. So it's super easy, like doing remote. You can get someone working from Australia, New Zealand, or US, yeah. or UK, yeah. or someone from Europe. It's much easier to hire them. And obviously, why not? Right now, it's everything mm. it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. So before we move on, are you City or United? United. United. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. I'm actually Liverpool. Liverpool, opposite. Yeah, we, it was good. It was good for a season. We we had our our time in the sunshine, but yeah, it's a, last season wasn't so good. <laughs> well, City, uh, Liverpool, a strong team this year as well. So mm. there's a two. Yeah, hopefully. Four good teams. Yeah. What, what yeah. Hopefully United can uh, pick it up again. Get yeah, back on top. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, where was I going to head? Um, yeah. So in terms of uh, the yeah, just, it's always interesting to answer. Have you seen particularly like in your industry, insurance and life insurance and that kind of thing? Has that picked up? Has that increased? Has there been more demand for that over the last sort of eighteen months or so? Is there? Has everything that's going on? Obviously, people are con- much more concerned about health and that sort of thing. Is life insurance and that side of things have picked up a lot in over this time than previous 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, as soon as the lockdown happened, life insurance, health insurance is like booming, to be honest. Mm. Especially Medicare and health insurance, people are like more concerned mm. uh, because we are targeting the US market. And we saw like uh, other agencies like uh, who was working with the health insurance, their business is booming as well. Mm. We saw our businesses like uh, grown like uh, end of last year, not at the beginning of it, because that time people are more kind of like seeing lots of debt and things like that on their family. Mm. So right. more concerned about doing something for their family backup plan for like life insurance or mm. final expense uh, set up for the family. But mm. as soon as the lockdown happened, more and more people getting a life insurance, I mean, health insurance, because of what's going on in the US, it's not like healthcare is free over there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. More people needed to get this uh, because lots of people have been hospitalized and things like that. Mm. So yeah, insurance and financial industry has been really, really picked up during the mm. lockdown, even though like investing side of it, uh, mortgages, uh, mm. debt, debt consolidation, these things really, really worked. Financial industry really picked up during the lockdown. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's true. From a business perspective, it's a, it's a, a good, good to to find that way to to see that trend and and jump on it and, and really embed yourself in it. So yeah, I mean, congrats for sort of find being being agile enough to sort of find and go. Okay, this is what we're gonna. Um, were, were you sort of in 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 the insurance piece before? COVID happened so you really saw that distinction or did you sort of see it did you jump sort of move into it more as um sort of lockdown and COVID kicked off we, we started to focus on the niche about 2019 around okay. like uh, November December time just before lockdown mm. about three four months yeah well. that, uh, we just thought we're gonna dial in and let's see how it goes mm. uh, we just picked up like a couple of clients about December time and things like uh, got easy for us then when the lockdown, uh, everything hit, then we saw a lot of mm. So we doubled down on this, uh, yeah. fired all of our like uh, retainer model clients and got all in on this industry. And yeah. Right now we're awesome. just on doing that. Yeah. Ride the wave, man. I love it. So, and, you know, say some people might say that was good luck, but, you know, luck is always when opportunity meets preparation. Sounds like you you jumped on there. You, you got into this at the right time, and you you had the the adaptability and the the mindset to go. Okay, there's an opportunity here. Let's he said double down on it and and develop expertise. And he said set everything up the right way so you can really manage and and, and run a really good business in in really interesting niche. So yeah, super super interesting story. Thank really really appreciate you jumping on. It's a really interested in the in the model that you've you've sort of talked yeah. about today. It's something I haven't specifically. I uh, heard about before and very very interesting how you're running your business so really appreciate you jumping on the show and taking us through that um if people want to get connected with you find out more about you where's the best place for them to do that yeah they can reach out to me on my website uh it's rcdigitalmedia.com also they can connect me on linkedin uh which is russell chowdhury also connect me on a facebook or russell chowdhury again and yeah uh best places like reaching out to a website or facebook would be best place awesome drop those links in the show notes for those listening at home you can go and uh, get connected to russell and find out all about insurance business if you're looking for insurance leads if you happen to be watching this podcast and you're looking for insurance leads russell's or definitely can, the guy to get that done as well i recently started my podcast which is oh, awesome 
So the Rust check, okay. Yeah, but it's awesome. nothing to do with the insurance. It's about motivation. Okay. Um, All right. Like, uh, awesome. Inspiring others to them. Okay. Awesome. Well, drop drop me the link to that, and we'll we'll stick that in the show notes as well, so you can yeah, listen to Russell's podcast as well. Awesome, mate. Thank you so much for uh, staying. I know it's quite late for you over there yeah, in the UK, so appreciate you dropping by. Yeah. Thanks so much, mate. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks. For See you on the next one. Thank you. Cheers. Okay.